We live in a world of thousands of fictional characters, some of whom we've loved most of our lives. And indeed, with every new generation, they find a new set of adoring fans. But some of these characters, so beloved by us all, were based on real people and animals. And in today's episode, we'll look at some of these. Welcome back to the Historical Crimes and Criminals podcast. I'm Steve, your host, and it's another History Bite episode. And don't worry, Farida from Pakistan, there's no female killers or serial killers to be found in this episode, so you'll be able to sleep safely tonight. It's always a great honour to be perhaps the muse behind a song, a painting, or indeed one of the world's most beloved children's books ever written. Alice Liddell was 10 years old when in 1862, her father, Harry Liddell's friend, Charles Dodgson, took her family for a picnic in Oxfordshire. During the picnic, Charles entertained the children by telling Alice and her siblings, Harry and Lorena, a fantastical tale full of wonderful characters, and as a gesture, he even called the protagonist Alice. So taken with the story was Alice that she asked him to write it for her, and so, under the pen name of C.S. Lewis, Alice's Adventures in Wonderland was published in 1865. Since author Robert Harris's character, Hannibal Lecter, first appeared in the 1981 novel Red Dragon. Many theories were put forward to who he based the character on. Harris finally put the question to bed in 2013. Harris revealed that whilst working as a reporter, he visited the Nuevo Leon State Prison in Monterrey, Mexico, to interview an inmate there. He learned that the inmate, Dyke Simmons, had been shot during an escape attempt about one year previously, but Simmons' life had been saved by another inmate, whom Harris called Dr Salazar. Introduced to the doctor by the warden, Harris became intrigued by Salazar, particularly his questions regarding such subjects as Simmons' disfigurement, asking for details of Simmons' victims, and how they had suffered. Harris learned from the warden that Dr Salazar was himself in prison for murder and he was jailed for life, deemed criminally insane. The warden informed Harris that Doctor would never be released from custody. In 2013, armed with Harris's story, reporters traced the Mexican prison records and discovered that Dr. Salazar was in fact Alfredo Trevino, a physician from a wealthy Monterey family. Whilst practicing medicine there, 
Trevino killed his lover and mutilated his body, a crime for which he was convicted and sentenced to death. Trevino was also suspected of several additional murders which occurred in the area, but there was not enough evidence to charge him. After his sentence was commuted, Trevino served 20 years in prison and was released in 1981. Coincidentally, the same year Hannibal Lecter appeared. Incredibly, he returned to the practice of medicine in Mexico and died there in 2009. I'm not sure you'd want him as your doctor. Miss Piggy from the Muppets was originally named Miss Piggy Lee, based off the famous singer Peggy Lee. Unsurprisingly though, Peggy Lee was offended by the copying of her name and threatened to sue. The Muppets creators then decided to drop the Lee at the end of Miss Piggy's name to avoid any lawsuits. In letters late in life, Dickens said that the famed Christmas character Ebenezer Scrooge was based on John Ills, a one-time member of Parliament who died in 1789. Ills inherited a considerable fortune from his father upon the death of his mother and an even larger fortune on the death of an uncle. He invested considerable funds to the construction of many of the Georgian buildings in London still standing, including parts of Oxford Circus and Marleybone. As a member of Parliament, Ills was known for wearing the same suit every day, despite his considerable wealth, and opposed to expenses of any kind. He refused to travel in a coach, preferring to walk, and when soaked by the rain, he refused to take on the expense of a fire in his lodgings to dry his clothes. He ate seldom, and when he did, he ate alone. Travels on his parliamentary duties was by whatever roads had the least amount of tolls. Earls hated the idea of waste and would not dispose of even rotted food other than by eating it. And he made a habit of going to bed as it grew dark rather than pay for candles. His home, which was filled with expensive furniture, which he'd inherited, both the furniture and the home soon became decrepit because he would not pay maintenance nor repairs. Later in life, he did not maintain a fixed address, choosing instead, when in London, to spend the night at properties he owned which sat empty because of a lack of tenants. Although he did maintain some servants at his country estates, he was not known to be generous to them and he took his meals with them in the kitchen in order to ensure no food was stolen or wasted, and also to save the expense of another fire in the dining room to keep him warm. Sadly, unlike Scrooge, Ills did not receive spiritual intervention. When he died, he left behind a fortune of £500,000, or about £28 million today, having lived most of his life spending less than £50 per year. Winnie the Pooh is a beloved children's book and the story started 
with an Englishman who emigrated to Canada in 1905. Captain Harry Colborn was a graduate of veterinary science from the Ontario Veterinary College. During World War I, it was his job to oversee the army horses when he entered the Canadian Army Veterinary Corps. On their way to the shipping port to travel to Europe, they came across a hunter who had saved a tiny bear cub despite shooting and killing her mother. Colborn decided to buy the baby bear and he named her Winnipeg. Winnipeg, shortened to Winnie, travelled on the troop ship to England and she became popular with all the enlisted men. But when the soldiers were about to be deployed off to the Western Front, Coburn didn't want to risk Winnie's life, so he gave her to London Zoo. Originally, she was only on loan, but she became so popular that he gave the zoo permanent custody of the bear at the end of the war, and Winnie would give children rides on her back and eat from their hands. And two of her more frequent visitors were a man named A.A. Milne and his son, Christopher Robin. Christopher was so enamoured of the bear that he renamed his own teddy bear Winnie and his father published his famous book in 1926. The real-life inspiration for Indiana Jones was a Yale professor called Haram Bingham. Born in Hawaii, he was the first Westerner to rediscover the largely forgotten Incan city of Machu Picchu. The city of Machu Picchu, once the royal estate of a powerful Incan emperor, lay hidden in the mountains of Peru until 1911, when Bingham introduced the world to its ruins. On July the 24th, 1911, a mestizo guide led Bingham to Machu Picchu, which had been largely forgotten by everyone except a small number of people living in the immediate valley, and the young explorer had found his lost city. In speaking of the countryside around the lost city of the Incas, Bingham wrote, I know no place in the world which can compare to it. Not only has it great snow peaks looming above the clouds more than two miles overhead, giant precipices, of many-coloured granite rising sheer for thousands of feet above the foaming, glistening, roaring rapids. It has also, in striking contrast, orchids and tree fens, the delectable beauty of luxurious vegetation and the mysterious witchery of the jungle. It has become perhaps the most important archaeological site in the Americas, and Machu Picchu has also become one of the major tourist attractions in South America. And Bingham is recognised as the man who brought the site to world attention. Bingham's book, Lost City of the Incas, became a bestseller on its publication in 1948. Bingham died in 1956. Mark Twain's character, Colberry Finn, was based on his childhood best friend, Tom Blankenship. In his autobiography, he said, Huckleberry Finn 
I have drawn Tom Blankenship exactly as he was. He was ignorant, unwashed, insufficiently fed, but he had as good a heart as any boy ever had. When I watched the Belgium superstar Kevin De Bruyne play for Manchester City, I'm always struck with thought that he looks like a grown-up Tintin. As a child, I grew up with the adventures of Tintin being a constant companion, reading them over and over again, just loving the artwork. Tintin was the invention of Hergé, the pen name for Georges Remy, and it was in the supplement of a conservative Catholic newspaper, Le Petit Vingtième, of the Little Twenty, The Adventures of Tintin, was first seen in 1929. The young Belgian reporter and his dog Snowy appeared in 24 books. They were published in more than 70 languages and sold over 200 million copies. But Tintin was inspired by a Danish youth called Palla Hood. Palla was born in 1912. When he was 15, a Danish newspaper held a competition in honour of Jules Verne. The competition, which was only open to teenage boys, the winner of which would be assisted in a challenge to circumnavigate the globe within 46 days unaccompanied. They were allowed all modes of transport, except aviation. Halla won, and he left on his journey on March the 1st, 1928. His journey took him to countries including England, Scotland, Canada, Japan, Korea, China, the Soviet Union, Poland, Germany, and then on the 44th day, back to Copenhagen, to the cheers of a crowd of 28,000 people. Palla was famous, his journey was famous, and he would remain famous in Denmark for the rest of his life. And when you see a photograph of Palla in this journey, you see exactly where the artwork for the character Tintin comes from. A photograph of Palla will be on the Twitter page, on the Historical Crimes and Criminals podcast. And Pala went on to be a Danish actor, and he lived to the ripe old age of 98, dying quite recently in 2010. Well, that's it for another episode of the Historical Crimes and Criminals podcast. I hope you enjoyed that one. And if you did, please subscribe, leave a review, give me some shout-outs on social media, and... Until next time, bye-bye.